The world is a beautiful but challenging place to live. And let's face it, life hits hard sometimes. So if you find your hopes and dreams and mental well-being needs a boost, you're tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Inspire Us with your host, Jay Paul Nadeau, a former hostage negotiator turned motivational speaker and acclaimed author of Take Control of Your Life. And now, here's your host, Jay Paul Nadeau. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inspire Us. Today, I have an interesting guest who realized at one point in his life that he was far too heavy. He needed to lose a lot of weight. So he went on a journey, a transformational journey, to lose 100 pounds in one year. And guess what? He did it. Now you get to hear his story, and it is with pleasure that I introduce you to James Rice. Hello, James, and welcome to Inspire Us. Hi, Paul. Thank you so much for having me uh, today on your show. I'm excited. It's a pleasure. I was reading your story, and I think, no, let me rephrase that. Your story is one that needs to be told because you did something, and you committed yourself to doing something that made a big change in your life. Uh, It improved your life substantially. And a lot of people are struggling with what you were struggling with. And you found a way of dealing with the problem that you had, and that was extra weight. In these COVID times, people are turning to comfort foods and some people are eating far too much and feeling very unhealthy. And we're going through some tough times. Would you please take us through your remarkable story and tell us uh, who James Rice is and what James Rice accomplished. Thanks, Paul. Thank you so much. And uh, I, I appreciate the, those kind words and kind thoughts. Uh, and certainly, uh, I did not do it alone. Uh, I had a personal trainer, Trainer Sabre, who's unfortunately not able to be here. Uh, and together, we wrote a book called The 100 Pound War. Uh, I was 300 pounds. And the goal was to I was almost 300 pounds. And the goal was to lose 100 pounds in a year. Uh, that was Trainer Saber's goal. My my goal was just to feel better, uh, but he put me on a on a on a pathway to lose the 100 pounds and and to lose the weight. And we documented uh, my journey, and uh, it is in a book series. There is a a book out there. It's the 100 Pound War, which kind of goes through 10 different battles that I faced. And then I, I'm releasing each month a diary of that particular month and the struggles that that I faced each month. And what I found, Paul, and the reason why I wrote the book is that uh, there's a lot of diet books out there, recipe books and how-to books, uh, but my journey was not, uh, it was very emotional. It was a very, very emotional journey. It was not, I don't have advice like this diet, keto diet or the Atkins diet or the paleo diet is better for me. I, I, I used all different diets and different programs to reach my goal. Uh, it, but it was so, it was such a struggle. It was very, very emotional. Um, there were so many battles that I went through between myself, my mind and my body. And right from day one, uh, and if you go to the, our website, which is the 100poundwar.com, it's a 100poundwar.com, there is a video on day 14, just day 14 of my diet, where I was ready to give up. 
because of the reaction of people to my to my diet. And you know, they didn't want me to change. They they were making jokes. I mean, I'm a very jovial guy. I like to have fun, but they were making jokes, have a donut, who's going to play Santa? All these things that really made me think, why am I struggling? Why am I doing this to myself? If it, nobody really cares if I'm fat or not, why, why don't I just give up and go back to, to you know, my life? And it was a constant battle between why don't I just give up and how do I keep going? Because each month there was a different battle. Uh, there each, each sort of transition that I went through, there was a different battle. I lost you know, 50 pounds very rapidly. And I was thinking, I'm amazing. I'm so fantastic. I can do this. And then bam, I hit a wall. And and that wall was just going to a conference. Uh, I went to a work conference in Vancouver, where my food sources, they weren't there. It was full of carbohydrates. It was full of, of all of these different uh, foods that I wasn't eating pastries and breads and pastas and <gasps> panic. And, you know, I fell off the wagon and, and collapsed. So there's this con, it was just a constant battle. So I really wanted to share that emotional journey, not necessarily how to lose weight because people, you know, there's, there's scientists out there and there's a whole bunch of people better than me. And certainly trainer Saber is, is better than I am, but how to lose weight. And the first step to losing weight and uh, is to find somebody like trainer saber it can be a personal trainer it could be a dietitian a nutritionalist a professional to help you because each body is different in my case i had a sugar addiction um, I was addicted to sugar. I loved sugar. Now, I wasn't eating cookies and uh, ice cream. Uh, I wasn't eating sweets, but I was eating sugar without actually realizing I was eating sugar. So in the morning, I would wake up and I would have a yogurt. Seems like a healthy food. Thought I was eating healthy. I'd have a yogurt. I would have coffee with a little cream and sugar, of course, a scoop of sugar in. I would then I'd, I'd take a smoothie to work. In my smoothie was fruit, strawberries, pineapples, throw in some yogurt. Then at, at my break time, I'd have a snack, granola bar. Sounds mm. all healthy. Uh, I would have a sandwich at lunch. Uh, follow up. Okay, I'd have a little chocolate pudding. I love chocolate pudding. That was one of my weaknesses. Uh, in the afternoon, maybe I'd have a little cola or a sugar-free uh, a, a treat. But I'd I'd bring I'd bring in a protein shake because hey, protein shake, right? It's supposed to be mm. good, and a protein bar supposed to be good. All that added up to over three hundred and forty-four grams of sugar a day. I was mm. eating. Mm. Now, how much sugar are you supposed to eat? Do you know the number? I don't. I have no idea. So according to the American Heart Association and the WHO, the World Health Organization, 28 grams. 28 grams of sugar is the maximum for a man to eat. And you a were day. having 340? I was having 344 grams of sugar. Wow. You know, in, in, in my protein shake, which I thought was healthy, it's a major brand out there. It's a major brand. I'm not going to say it who right. it is, but it's a major brand. 15 grams of sugar in that protein shake. 15 grams. I had no idea. I thought it was a protein shake. I thought it was healthy. Same with the protein bar. So much sugar in it. And uh, so it was just, it was impossible for me to lose weight because my, my insulin was spiking and there was no way for my body to burn that off. Uh, and I was just getting fatter and fatter. So here I was, and, and yogurt, yogurt is, a, is another one, which is, which is uh, of course, full of sugar, especially yeah. the fruit bottom yogurt. I mean, who doesn't love it, right? Oh, I used to eat them all the time. Yeah. yeah. So I was eating 344 grams of sugar. Trainer Saber told me you have to get down to zero grams of sugar, which is impossible, but as close to zero as possible. 
in three months, I got my sugar down to 14 grams a day. And the only reason I had 14 grams was I would have half a grapefruit in the morning, which I absolutely love. I still have it today. And that is eight grams of sugar on that half, uh, half a slice of grapefruit. So when you start researching what, how much sugar you're eating, uh, why you're not losing weight, that is, that is one of the biggest factors that you have. So sugar is, it, for me, was my drug. It was my addiction. It was the thing that I needed to keep going through the day. And uh, it, became, uh, it became such an addiction that even when I thought I was uh, eating healthy, it, it was still there for me. Right, so right. a big challenge was to kick that sugar addiction. And then, of course, there was carbohydrates, which essentially became become sugar. I mean, uh, breads and the pastas give you the same effect as sugar. I'm not a scientist, not going to tell you all the science behind it. But essentially, if you look at those as being sugar intake, you got to yeah, I got a double problem. So I was eating 544 grams of uh, carbs a day. Mm. So I've got carbs and, and sugar close to 1000 grams. And, uh, and trainer Saber told me I got to get down to 50 grams. <laughs> so that became the next challenge was to try to get the carbs under control. And uh, now I eat less than 100 grams of carbs a day. I eat a little bit more than I did when I was on the diet because I'm, I'm exercising more. Uh, but I still keep that sugar and try to keep it under uh, the 28 grams recommended as low as possible. Our body doesn't really need it. Our body doesn't really need the sugar. And the interesting fact uh, is if you look at your food labels, they will say the amount of sugar that is in the product, but they will not tell you the daily value percentage of that sugar in that product. So if you look on the back of a food label, it'll tell you uh, how much fat is in there. And that's like 5% of your daily intake. And, and uh, if you look at vitamin D, that's or vitamin C, that's 80% of your intake that, you know, but they will not tell you for sugar. It doesn't mm. give you, there's no number. There's no number. So you don't know when you drink a can of Coke, you are 10 grams over what your daily uh, intake should be. Right. Just one can of Coke, because it's 38 grams of sugar. And, and you, you know, so uh, it's, it's, it's a big problem out there for, uh, for weight loss if, if we don't have that information. So sugar was, was the big challenge and number one battle for me was how do I get that under control? And, and certainly now, as you mentioned, we're in COVID. Yeah. Uh, sugar is the comfort food. So what are you going for? It's either going to be something uh, sugary or something mm-hmm. high in, in carbs. And I'm, I'm sitting here, Paul, you can see we're on video conferencing, but you can yep. see I've got, a, I got my cinnamon water because uh, cinnamon, cinnamon helps to knock down that, that uh, desire for sugar. And uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm battling like everyone else during COVID to try to manage uh, myself for not reaching for those sugary foods. But it's a mm-hmm. challenge for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, there's a lot there that you spoke of that I would like to examine a little bit further. Sure. Uh, let me ask you, how tall are you? So I'm about five. I'm, I'm six foot four. No, no, I'm I'm, <laughs> five. I'm 200 centimeters. Yeah, I'm a yeah, giant. Yeah. There no, you I'm, go. I'm, I'm about five, nine, five, eight, five, nine. Okay, so 300 pounds uh, of, uh, of weight on a five foot uh, nine individual. Yeah, I, I certainly see where that is a problem. Uh, what kind of health challenges did you have uh, when you had that kind of weight with great you? Great question. Yeah, great question. And, and there were many uh, health challenges. So uh, first, uh, I had a torn ACL and had, I developed a- arthritis in my knee. 
I had a torn rotator cuff as well. Um, the arthritis was so bad that walking up and down the stairs was pretty much impossible. And I was taking six uh, Tylenol arthritis pills a day recommended by my doctor. That mm. was recommended by my doctor. I was pre-diabetic, high blood pressure as well. I could not put my jacket on without help. I could not change a light bulb. I could not get up on a ladder to change a light bulb. And uh, so th those are those are my sort of pre my, my starting condition. So uh, in, in a month, trainer saber had me off my arthritis pills, the pain in the knee was gone. Uh, now the knee pain is still there. Obviously, it's not going to go away. But I mean, I, it's after a year after losing the 100 pounds. I mean, I, I, I barely feel I mean, it's hardly noticeable. I, I got to wash myself from doing too much or I'll get myself into trouble. Right, right. Well, you know what, uh, when you lose 100 pounds, it's like uh, losing a small person on your back, you yeah. know, that, that you you just, hey, here you go. I, I, I've been carrying you around for so long. It's, well, it's, it's funny you should say that because you know what the problem I have now is I'm so cold. I'm always cold. <laughs> yeah, well, there I'm you like, go. Why am I so cold? <laughs> like, they, they, well, you, you're not carrying around 100 pounds of blubber on top of your body. I, I'm Jesus. I, I'm so cold. I'm a thin guy now. It's cold. All you thin guys out there and and gals, you know, it's cold. Yeah, so I wear more clothes. Yeah, a long sleeve shirt. I never, I never wore those before, Paul, in the house. I'd be in my shorts and t-shirt because I was, I was always hot, and that's just the carbs. And you're hot because that's just the carbs being burned in your body. That's why you're right. so hot. And I, when I eat too many carbs, I might, I can feel my body temperature rising. And I went, ah, oh, there it is. There's the carbs being burned by my body. Fascinating. I, fascinating. That is fascinating. There's so many things about the body that are so fascinating. And, and I never, I wasn't even aware of that. You know, yes, with the extra weight, you get extra hot. Yeah. Now, that, now that you've lost this and, and cold, yeah, you're cold. Well, how, how much are you, how much are you weighing uh, today? Like, what are you at right now? So I'm a 171. That's what I got down to uh, from, I was 292. So I was just under 300. So I was 292 and I got down to 171. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations, so, man. Oh, man. Yeah, what an accomplishment. Under uh, under the percentage of it, about 23% body fat. So I'm in that healthy range for, for body fat. But I I, my, I think my body fat was it was 44 or 48%. I mean, half my body was fat uh, when I started. Okay. Now, answer me this. What was it in your life that brought you to take the action that you took and to get yourself a personal coach? Uh, to help you to eliminate uh, that extra body weight. I wish it was. I wish I could tell you it was like a big epiphany, but it was really vanity. Uh, I was in Miami. Uh, I was in Miami Beach, and I wanted to buy a you know one of those Hawaiian shirts, Miami Beach, and mm. none of them fit me. Mm. I mean, America. You know, you got a lot of big people in America. It's not a small country, right. uh, and I expected to be able to find a shirt that fit me, and I couldn't. I went into those you know those cheap little stores, and I I couldn't find a shirt to fit me. Mm. They took me over to the triple X four shirts. And I was like, I'm not a trip. What what I'm not that size. And I, I put it on and it fit. I was so upset that day. I walked in, uh, I, ha I had my Oakley sunglasses on, which were like $200. And my I had a baseball hat on. I was so upset. I left that store 
I, I did buy a shirt. I bought a triple X. I wouldn't buy a four X, but I did buy a triple X and I threw it in my suitcase to take it home. And, and I, I wear it throughout my, my journey, but I was so upset. I left my Oakley sunglasses, my hat, everything there. Uh, when I, 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 I just left in such a, I was so distraught that I couldn't find clothes in America. I mean, I got a problem and I, I needed help. And that's when I went to, uh, to seek out trainer saber and uh, find a personal coach to help me through it. Well, yeah, here, here it is. There are times where we do realize in our lives that uh, we need help to handle something that we're not able to do on our own, which is great. And you found a personal coach, which, which I encourage. There's so many great coaches out there that can coach our listeners through whatever difficulties or challenges that they have. And you did that. No matter what brought you to that, and, and as you said, it was vanity, at least you, you examined yourself at that time and you realized that you didn't want to continue on the path that you were on, be it vanity, be it health, whatever. It was a trigger in you that made you take action, which I think is, is remarkable. What I found really quite upsetting uh, when you were talking a little bit earlier was that when you, uh, was it day 14 or whatever, you were putting your, your progress down and you were actually being bullied by people who were making fun of you online uh, for doing something uh, that was beneficial to you and you almost gave up. Yeah. Can, you, can you talk about what it was that pushed you through? Uh, you know, the, bullying is hurtful. And you know, kids get bullied, adults get bullied, and you got bullied. What was it like? Can you take us back there? And particularly, can you tell us how you got through that? It was, it was the low point. It was definitely the low point. And it came early. And I, I think with many diets and weight loss programs, it will come early. It will come in that first month. People give up uh, often, you know, 20 days into the diet uh, or, it, or weight loss uh, program that they're on. So I was it was day 14. Um, and I, I was, I was just distraught and I made this video, uh, and I didn't show it. I, I've never shown it to anybody until we, we, we finished the book and I put it up online. And, uh, what got me through that was I was, I made the video because I was so upset and angry and that really motivated me to keep going. It was just anger early on that kept me motivated, that I could do this, that I could prove people wrong. Um, and that was one of my big uh, motivator, motivating factors, but it was, it was, I was angry, but I didn't want to put that video out. And I didn't want to share that feeling because I hadn't done anything yet. I hadn't accomplished anything yet. Uh, but I, I, I was, I was upset. I was angry. And uh, so I made the video as kind of a reminder to myself that uh, I will put this out and uh, I will let people know if I can do this, uh, then other people who maybe have that, and this is that emotional part. It's, it's not, it's not about the calories or counting calories or doing the exercises. I didn't exercise very much until month five of my diet. And it's just all about getting my food under control and, and understanding that weight being overweight is just a, a symptom of a problem with your body. 
Um, so there's a lot of issues going on inside my body that we needed to get under control. It wasn't um, an eating disorder or anything like that. Many of many eating disorders disorders may be caused by nutritional def deficiencies or mm. hormonal imbalance that you got to get under control. And that's what I had to do to get under control. But an interesting point was, and going back to that time period where I was so distraught, I prior to the diet, prior to starting the program. Uh, I, sh I shouldn't call it a diet, the transformation, because I don't like the term diet, because we didn't really follow a diet, the body transformation. Right. Prior to the start of the body transformation, I did not think I was fat. I had no concept that I was fat. And when people started to tease me and bully me, as you mentioned, I kind of realized I was fat. And I talk about that in the book where I, I had this, and that was where the epiphany came, was I'm fat. People all around me have probably been talking about me and laughing at me or joking about me because I'm fat. Mm. I, I didn't realize at 300 pounds that I was fat. Okay. I thought I was big boned. I thought I was, right. you know, jovial. I was a funny guy, you know, the, you know, John Candy, ha ha ha. You know, I was, I was that, that guy, but I was fat. Mm. And uh, now you know, when I look at myself at, at, at a lower weight, I notice my fat. I'm like, wow, I'm really kind of fat there. I got some fat there. I got some fat here. <laughs> I got to work on my arms. I, uh, the belly fat is loose. How do I, you know, I'm always critiquing my body now, right. but at 300 pounds, why I, you know, there's something there, probably some psychiatrist or someone out there would be able to understand why uh, we don't look at ourselves in that negative light, or at least I didn't anyways. I think a lot, yeah, it is fascinating. I think a lot of it could be denial too, you know, like we deny some of the weaknesses that we have and just yeah. don't, we don't examine ourselves yeah. nearly enough. And, and so, yeah, maybe I was, I was examining myself. I was doing an introspective look and then suddenly I realized that other people have been doing this for probably many, many months and many, many years. They've been looking at me like, why doesn't James lose weight? You know, why is he so fat? And right. uh, it was, right. it was a shock. That was a real shock that people around me had been judging me and I never knew it, you know, right, right. never dawned on me. And it made me angry. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know what? And, and it was that anger that actually catapulted you uh, into taking that action. It was going into that store and not finding the, uh, the, the right size uh, floral shirt uh, to to enjoy in Miami and all that kind of stuff. But whatever got you onto that journey, it got you onto an amazing journey. And for anybody listening out there who might be battling with uh, this COVID uh, craziness and, and eating far too much, it does creep up on you. And at one point you may not realize that you've gained all this extra weight or that you just start feeling bad. And you Absolutely. were able, yeah, you were able to turn it around. What kind of advice would you give people right now who may be suffering from that, maybe overeating and uh, not exercising enough? What would you tell them? Sure. I mean, the first most important thing is you, you need to seek help. You cannot do this alone. I could not have done this alone. Uh, there is no way. Too many people uh, tell me, James, I'm going to go ride the bike or I'm going to start exercise. Exercise is the least of your worries. Exercise will come later. Uh, you need to get understand the, the hormone imbalance that's going on in your body. Uh, find out where those deficiencies are. So we talk a lot about the different deficiencies that I had in my body and how we balanced it out. And it took five months for me to have the, the body balanced so that 
I had the energy to do a lot of exercise. Uh, I think the tendency is I got uh, the question I got asked, how often are you going to the gym? I, I was going to the gym like once a, once a week, if I could, maybe once every other week. It was more about uh, food and nutrition uh, and getting that under control. And it is more important now uh, in COVID time to really watch what you're eating. And um, because all we can do is a little bit of home exercise. Uh, yes, we could do that, do some walking. Um, and during COVID, my advice is eat your meal, go for a walk, eat your meal, go for a walk, eat your meal, go for a walk, as much as you can. Uh, uh, and just try to maintain your weight. Try not to gain uh, in this period of time. So our philosophy is maintain, not gain right now. And um, just try to get through it to the other side. Um, because after the first wave, you know, I gained some, lost some, I was up and down. Uh, and uh, then I was able to get back into the, into the swing of things, going back to the gym and getting back into the program. And now we're into lockdown two and uh, we're, we're back to what I was doing before. So it's frustrating. It's, it's hard, um, you know, but, but this is the reality that we're living in. So we just got to fight it day by day. Yeah, we do. And it is about taking action. It is about uh, our wants, needs, and desires. And, and I think we do have to examine where we are. Uh, you know, where, what am I doing physically? Am I, am I, Am I being active enough during COVID? And, and uh, for myself, I take long walks. I, I exercise every day. I watch what I eat. So I know I have it under control. But a lot of people out there yeah. that I've spoken to, um, the, the, you know, it, it's one meal after another after another. And it is comforting. But the long-term effect of that yeah. instant, that momentary comfort. Hard to uh, break. It is hard to break. Well, in, the, in the first COVID, I I'd gained in, in the March, it was March in Canada here, I'd gained our first lockdown, I gained 10 pounds. Uh, and I was stressed out like everybody right. going into the lockdown, I gained 10 pounds. The next four months, it, I had to, I, I lost that 10 pounds. I actually lost 16 pounds uh, during that, that time. But, you know, it took me four, four and a half months to, to lose that weight. So you're putting on that weight, it, it takes three times as longer to lose it. Again, put it on in a day, it's going to take you three days to lose it. So you got to be very careful. You got to be very, very careful. The other thing I want to say to people out there, what I, what I used to see in the summertime was they'd be doing a lot of these huge exercise things. Um, they're out jogging. I've saw 300 pound people trying to jog in the middle of summer. And I, I just wanted to stop and say, what are you doing? Okay, get your food under control. Learn about nutrition. Uh, learn about just simple things, get your sugar under 28 grams and get your carbs as low as possible, under hundred grams, closer to 50 grams. Learn, learn about food, learn about the food that you're eating and, and really watch that during, during COVID. Don't go out, start jogging and, and doing things that you haven't done. I just, you know, it's much too dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a very, very good point because yes, people uh, will jump onto something and say, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run this. I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna go start jogging and doing all these things, and I'm gonna lose weight." And your body is not ready for it nutritionally. Uh, your body, you got to change your eating habits to get the energy to your body so that it's ready to 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 move forward. I mean, can you name five foods that you don't need sugar? It's sugar free. Mm, no, I don't think I can. Come on, five foods that are sugar-free. Come on, Paul, put you on the spot. Oh, man, you are putting me, the sugar-free, gosh. Oh, no, I can't. 74% of our food has sugar in it. There's only 28% yeah. that doesn't. 
what okay you, i'm gonna throw it back to you you're the expert here what, what are those i'm uh, not an expert but i'll well, have it steak right. steak chicken shrimp oh lettuce, okay. cabbage okay yeah, yeah fruits yeah. and veggies fruits yeah. and veggies meats eggs okay right shop on the shop on the outside of your supermarket do not right. go into where the boxes are where the cookies and chips right. are. Not go out there uh, you know, if you're having coffee with cream, you know, you buy whipping cream, check the, the, check the, uh, the whipping cream ingredients, zero sugar, zero grams. It's whipping cream. You put it in your sugar, it tastes the same thing as regular cream. It's fantastic. Buy some stevia if you need it. Stevia right. is a lifesaver. Fantastic. It does the same effect for sugar, but doesn't add the weight on. Eat eggs. Enjoy your eggs. Oh. Have eggs in the morning. Love the eggs. Throw some veggies in. Have an omelet. I have eggs all the time. I go to Costco, buy 36 eggs whole week. Uh, eat, eat that stuff. Sugar-free jello, another one of my staple foods. I buy sugar-free jello and I break up the package into small little uh, bite-sized portions. And uh, when I have that sugar craving, I just go for the a teaspoon of, uh, of the sugar and calms my mind. So oh, little wow. tricks like that. Look for zero sugar uh, when you're buying products. So all the fruit, all the veggies, go for it. Well, maybe not all the fruit, but you know, banana has 19 grams of sugar, right? I mean, it's right. full of sugar. Uh, so avoid the bananas uh, if you're trying to lose weight. Uh, <laughs> berries, strawberries, blueberries, um, raspberries, blackberries, all those berries are good. Grapefruit, but only a half. It's still full of sugar. So be careful of that, of those ones. So oh, some that's, tips. That's great. Thank you. Now, I want to ask you, how has your life improved since that? Um, great that, question. Yeah, yeah, 100 uh, pounds has gone, more than 100 pounds, it looks like. You're down to 171 from 298. So come right. on. You know, so, how has your life improved? And it's been tremendous. And I, the number one excuse I hear from people at the gym when I go to the gym that they struggle trying to lose weight is they say, you know, I, I need to support my family. I need to, uh, I need to work hard for my business. Uh, I have to take care of my kids. I don't have time like you did to lose weight. And I say to them, okay, I used to think like that. And you need to start to be selfish. Okay. On the airplane, uh, when there's an emergency, they say, put your mask on first, then mm -hmm. help the person next to you. You need to help yourself because you're not really helping your family. Prior to losing the weight, I thought I was helping my family, my kids, my job, but I would be up at seven or eight o'clock in the morning. I was already exhausted. I was tired. Uh, by two o'clock, I had to reach for snacks. Uh, by four o'clock, I come home. I needed to have a nap. By eight o'clock, I was having another nap before I went to bed. I, I had zero energy. Now I'm up at 6 a.m. Uh, I am able to do eight hours of work at, at 2 p.m., maybe 3 p.m. I hit the gym for another hour and I've got another four or five, six hours. I've got full energy. I can work on my book. I can work on other work. I can do whatever I want. I've got tons of energy and that's the difference. So you need to be a little selfish. So on that, on that airplane, put that mask on yourself first. Get yourself under control. It that doesn't take that long. Nine months, like having a baby. You're going to have the baby and it's, it's done. And it took me nine months, 26 days to hit that marker of losing 100 pounds and your life will change. You're going to have so much more energy. You're going to have so much uh, more vitality and you'll be able to give more to your family, to your business and do more things uh, than you can ever possibly imagine.
Thank you. You know, that that's great uh, direction and advice. And it's so true. I've had two wonderful nutritionists uh, on my podcast already talking about the the value of of eating well, and, uh, and your testament here as well, the how your life is improved. And you're right, we do have to take care of our bodies and, and ourselves first. Um, and uh, by doing so, I would imagine that what you're giving to your family and to your business and to everything else has improved substantially. Uh, you know, you've got children and, uh, and I don't know how old your kids are, but I'm sure that uh, their dad now can play with them in ways that, you know, a year ago you couldn't. You know? Absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, if you've had nutritionalists, I would recommend start with a nutritionalist, uh, mm -hmm. start learning. Uh, and then move to the exercise phase. Um, Trainer Saber, whom I work with, he was both. Um, he was a, 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 a nutritionalist as well as uh, a personal trainer. So he can do both. But, you know, start with whomever you can find. And uh, I, food is the key. 80% uh, of weight loss is all about uh, food. Uh, so you've got to get your food under control. You do. And, uh, and, and also what you uh, hit on earlier is that yeah, get your food under control and then start exercising because the two of yeah. them uh, work hand in hand to make you a healthier individual. Uh, I, I've always said, you know, like uh, there's two choices as we grow older, we can grow older or we can grow older well. And, you know, we're, we're all moving forward. And if you want to be able to use your limbs, your legs, whatever, uh, you got to keep yeah. mobile, you got to keep healthy, you got to keep fit. And uh, it's amazing. And you can start any age. You can start any yeah. age. And the, the thing that I've learned and watching um, Trainer Saber at his gym, uh, it's in Richmond Hill, by the way, it's just north of Toronto, uh, is, is that they can work with any age, any age. It doesn't matter. They're working with teenagers and they're working with, uh, you know, the elderly. They have exercises to help all different age groups. It's fascinating. It's fascinating to watch. It is. And you're right. Anybody can start. And I've, I've, I've been into exercise for many, many years. And, and when I watch, you know, the, and read about the older people, you know, who uh, may be immobilized at some point, you know, during their, their um, age uh, uh, progression, and then starting to do some exercising and, and eating well, it's amazing the transformations that can happen as your transformation happened. Um, so you have had quite the the journey. Is it still a battle for you? Is it absolutely? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. How, how do you cope um, with that? Absolutely. So uh, I think COVID uh, COVID has really you know heightened that uh, battle uh, that I'm facing. Uh, without COVID, it's good. But being locked up, cooped up is it's it's you know this is this is hard uh, even for me. And so people struggling out there listening, you know, it's tough. That you're not alone. Uh, we're all struggling. Trainer Saber, he's struggling. Uh, you know, it's very, it's very stressful living uh, under these conditions. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, it, because I've recognized I have a sugar addiction, uh, I'm very cognizant of my sugar intake. And uh, uh, sometimes, uh, and Trainer Saber and I've talked about it. Sometimes, just, just you need to satisfy your mind uh, and have the sugar, have the treat have the piece of pie, have the carbs for that day. They call it a cheat day. I'm not a big fan of cheat days, uh, you know, I, because cheat days really throw you off your diet. Um, I, I'm, I'm a fan of cheat food. So I have a craving, just last week, hamburger. I had a craving for a hamburger. So we cooked up a hamburger and I had a hamburger. No French fries, just some salad, but I had the craving and it's gone. 
It's gone, mm. done. I, I, I'm done with the hamburger craving. But I had it. It was there for two, three days. I had this hamburger craving. So, you know, uh, there are cravings. You just answer them and, and move on. As long as you're main, as long as you're you're going down in terms of your sugar and your carbs, answer the craving, settle your mind, keep keep going down. You'll go up a little bit. You know, if you go up one day and then down three days, it's great. Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, you might be going up three days and only down one day. That's that's the equation you need to change, and get a weigh scale. You know, it's hard to get up in the morning, weigh yourself, right. see how you're doing. You know, right. and uh, in my diary, in the monthly diaries, uh, you can see each day I weighed myself, and and uh, and you can see where I went up and down, and and how I reacted to, and what was going on in my own body, uh, in terms of my body fighting me because it didn't want to lose weight. You know, it would definitely did not want to lose weight. Uh, it was very happy eating sugar. Right. Well, thanks for sharing that because you're right. If we deny ourselves from everything, then what's the fun in that? It's like, okay, I'm going to eat this bland food or whatever it is or, or this healthy food, but uh, I do have a craving. It's all right, as you said, to entertain that craving yep. once in a while, but to have it under control. It is, a ba- yep. it is a matter of taking control of your life and taking control of your eating habits and taking control of your health. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a very valid point. And so, and I, yeah, I'm very cognizant of how food now, you know, reacts to me. Just the other day, we had some potatoes, which I never usually had. I had a potato with my, my meal and I felt really sick that night, just like some sort of giant ball was inside my stomach. It was like this gooey ball of potatoes. <laughs> and I just went, I realized I'm not going to be able to eat potatoes anymore. It just doesn't match me anymore. It's yeah. really weird, even though it tastes great. Uh, the after effect, you know, has kept me away. And I love potatoes. I was a mean potato guy. So now I'm just like, I don't, I don't need potatoes anymore. So I'm very, uh, you know, I, I watch how food, when I go back to those comfort foods because of COVID, it, it affects me. And I go, wow, this just feels terrible. I don't want to, I don't want to eat that anymore. So it's good in that way. Very, very good. We as human beings, we can acclimatize to just about anything. You know, we can yeah. beco- we can become uh, familiar and comfortable with a lifestyle change. Your struggle in the very, very beginning, that 14 days is not enough to set a pattern in your life that you're simply going through a transition. It's not a transformation. Right. But after the 30 days that they say a habit uh, takes to create or 90 days to really solidify everything, yeah. then we can become familiar. Okay, this is great for me. This is yeah. wonderful for me. And that's um, that's an important message right there that you uh, delivered is that um, in the very beginning, it can be hard. It can be discouraging. And, and you even had uh, on top of the hard, discouraging, you had the bullies. And that internal conflict that you had, you were able to control. You were able to use your anger in a positive way to motivate yourself to take the action and to keep the action going. So Congratulations on that. Yours, uh, your story is very inspiring. And I know that a lot of people out there are going to benefit from the advice. How can they get a hold of you? Where can they get your book? Sure. You can uh, start at the website, www.100poundwar. That's 100poundwar.com. And we've got uh, the book is in most major retailers, Indigo, uh, Apple Books, Google, Amazon. Uh, you can uh, download it or, or have it shipped out to you uh, wherever you need. And uh, there's also on our website, broad, if broadcasting this uh, into the Toronto uh, and Ontario area, uh, Trainer Saber and I have a little package where we will do a body analysis, work out with us and get a free book at his gym. So you can get a, a, an idea of what 
you need to do to fix your body if you want to do so we've got a little package there on the website as well so uh, if if anyone is interested in uh, in working out uh, with us because our goal is to help people transform their bodies that's that's our goal and to get get people started uh, yeah. on, on some sort of program and uh you know of course i would recommend trainer saber his gym they're they're amazing uh but any professional nutritionalist dietitian just get started just get started and you need to find someone some professional to help you and that's what i wanted to hit on as well before we ended our conversation together is the fact that we all need coaches at some point in our life to help us get from point a to point b and a lot of people avoid coaches because number one they think it's going to cost too much they're a little bit worried about maybe committing because uh, a coach will yeah. hold you accountable. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, and I'm sure your coaches held you accountable, but when somebody holds us accountable, it makes us do the work that much more because we, we feel that they're looking over our shoulder, even when they're not there, because you Absolutely. know, that, you know, they're going to ask you for a progress report. Did you do it? Was a love, it was a love hate relationship. <laughs> I can tell you that much. And, and in my book, you'll see a lot. I love losing weight. I hate losing weight. I love trainer saber. I hate trainer saber. There's a lot of that in my book. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of that. <laughs> well, you know what? And a coach just helps you get there that much faster. A coach keeps you accountable a coach helps you get to the destination uh through the and, journey and they know the battles that you're going to be facing they, yes. they really can help you through those battles like right. why do i feel this way why, why what, what's going on and and i hope that uh some in the book uh it'll spark questions for you to ask your your coaches or the people helping you when you read the book you say well this guy this guy is doing this what do you think and he, they might say well that's not for your body but i would recommend this for your body because everybody is different mm -hmm. so my way is not the path but i hope that i can get you to ask those questions to your trainers to your dietitians to your nutritionists what about this do you agree with this should i try this i've tried a lot of different things some of it worked for me some of it didn't but some of it may work for you, for the listeners out there as well so try was, it. was intermittent fasting a part of your journey uh, absolutely and uh, in in the book i talk about different styles because the 16 8 intermittent fasting is the popular one where you 16 off no food and then eight eat food um and it, it changed for me throughout my diet uh, i started initially with that uh, it was very difficult for me I, I did 14 13 12 hours right now i've kind of settled on a 12 12 uh, or I 12, uh, I do three straight meals now, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then make sure I don't eat anything after six o'clock. So I go six to six pretty much. Uh, so, it, it, you know, intermittent fasting, it just affects people differently and their bodies differently. So there's no hard and fast rule with mm -hmm. intermittent fasting. And that's a great conversation, uh, that, uh, trainer Saber and I had in the book was how do we handle all of this intermittent fasting? Mm -hmm. Uh, because, uh, it was a challenge to get into that habit, but uh, certainly uh, it, it was uh, part of my life and it is part of my life now. Thank you, James. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Paul. James Rice, the author of The 100 Pound War, a book worth getting, uh, an emotional journey that found him improving his quality of life so much by unloading 100 pounds of his weight, more than 100 pounds of his weight, um, and allowing him to help others. So James, thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing your story.
Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another insightful episode. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave your comments. For more information, check out our website at www.inspireus.ca. Remember, it's not what happens to us that matters most. It's how we respond to what happens to us that does. Stay strong and resilient.